You've got the Vancouver Whitecaps and what they've done advancing to the MLS playoffs for the first time in four years. And then you've got the Canadian Premier League. Maybe a league that a lot of people aren't that familiar with, but some real, real significant strides made by the league this year. I think everyone locally will remember Pacific FC and their upset of the Vancouver Whitecaps in the Canadian Championship this year, a loss which eventually cost Mark DeSantos his job. Uh, There's also Forge FC, who became the first ever Canadian Premier League team earlier in November to qualify for the CONCACAF Champions League. So this is a league that is on the grow, like Springfield was a few years ago. Uh, The news yesterday was that Vancouver has been awarded the most recent Canadian Premier League franchise. So, kinda... so, so do we have a Vancouver Derby potential now? We do. It's on the horizon. The club will come into existence in 2023. Joining us now to discuss this is one of the part owners of this new Vancouver CPL team, Dean Shillington, here on the Halford and Bruff Show on Sportsnet 650. Good morning, Dean. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for joining us. We're doing well as well. This was really intriguing to us, not only because Vancouver is getting a new professional sports team, but also because, for those that don't know, you and Rob Friend and Josh Simpson, two ex-Canadian internationals, also own Pacific FC. So it's like you own one CPL team. What was it, Dean, that made you want to go out and get a second? You know, I think uh, it's, it's a combination of our experience with Pacific. Uh, this has been a five-year journey for, for the three of us. And we started with the uh, with the work in Vancouver years and years ago, and even back then you could see on the horizon what was happening in Canada, uh, the need for the for the league, what was happening with Team Canada, men's and women's, and you could see that it was going to be a growing sport. So, uh, you know, we keep falling more and more in love with the project, the team. We've had a great time with Pacific, and now Vancouver's our next our next stop. Is this an investment or is this a hobby for you? Well, this is well both. I mean, it's it's a perfect combination uh, of, of an investment and a hobby. Uh, for us, you know, we view ourselves as you know um, uh, conduits in getting the league started up. And the thing that the soccer needs in Canada right now is investment. It needs investment in infrastructure. It needs investment in experience and in, in developing systems and getting the pyramid completed. And the, it's changed so much in the last couple of years. Uh, that that Vancouver is just going to be in my backyard because obviously I'm Vancouver-based, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun seeing it on the front lines. Uh, let's work backwards here for a sec. Can you, for the listeners that might not be all that familiar with the Canadian Premier League and Pacific FC, can you kind of explain and give a broad overview of what you guys have built on the island? Because um, I'll just the anecdote I have is that I watched the match from which Starlight Stadium, the old West Hill Stadium, which is a great place to go watch a game. Uh, our old show producer, Ian McClatchy, was actually in Victoria for the match and took his kids and said that the atmosphere was unbelievable, that people were really dialed in, and that home field advantage uh, propelled, in part, Pacific FC to upset the Vancouver Whitecaps. So what is it that you guys have built, both in terms of a club and a supporters group uh, in Victoria? Yeah. Huge thing, and obviously, you know, when you spend a lot of time in Europe, you you see a whole different view of the sport, and that's what we're starting to work towards in Canada. And with Pacific, the the goal was very simple. It was it was meant to create a very purpose felt purpose felt um, experience, very intimate for fans, uh, close to the action, tight. Um, it's tough to watch watch soccer in in giant stadiums, and it's 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 when you when you can fill up a small environment, it's louder, it's more intimate, uh, it's way more interesting of a sport. So that's kind of the theme of everything that we're doing with Six Five, is creating this kind of experience and a unique fan experience to improve 
the viewability of the sport. Uh, so 6-5 is – now I'm going to just read it right from the website. It's, it's a global football fund, quote, seeking investments in high-growth markets, undermanaged European clubs, and distressed or turnaround opportunities. So I'm assuming a high-growth market, Vancouver, uh, that all makes sense. But with regards to where you're going to grow, I know you're speaking to a, a variety of municipalities right now. Is the goal to find a municipality where you can build a stadium that is your own, or is it to find somewhere that already has an existing place to play? You know, just like we did in, in Langford, we want to find a municipality that's a great partner, and as they have been uh, to us. So in, the munici- in, in Vancouver, the, you know, there's eight, nine municipalities, a number of them we've been speaking to for many years. The goal is to build a very uh, purpose-built new stadium because the infrastructure just doesn't exist in Vancouver today. So that is our near-term goal, and we've, we've become very close to where um, what we, we want to happen, and now we felt it was time to put it to the communities to let everyone tell us where they want us to be. Would you see the Whitecaps as a competitor? No, not at all. I mean, I think the the Whitecaps are obviously playing in a, in a you know U.S. professional uh, league uh, with the MLS, and and this is a domestic professional league for Canadians, much like every other you know developed country with FIFA. Um, everyone has a domestic pro league that's really focused around improving the talent of that nation, which is what the CPL is for Canadians. Why are you so bullish on soccer in Canada? Well, you see the participation of the youth. It's always been very prevalent. But then you can also see the drop-off just because there's never been a clear connection in Canada. You look at hockey, um, you start from, you know, when you're a teenager, there's a, there's a clear path to where you have to go to achieve to, to hit the next level. With, with soccer, it's not really, it's been, it's been hit and miss. So you see like Josh Simpson, um, you know, Rob Friend, guys like that, they needed to leave Canada to go exceed, uh, just excel and make a career of it. So I think when, when you start building that pyramid and building the depth with every level of it, not just players, but coaching, uh, refs, um, even supporting groups and fans and everything else, um, I think once Canadians get more of a taste of what soccer and football is really meant to be structured like, they're going to love it and it's going to become a, you know, the, the number one sport. Mike and I often talk about when we were growing up, uh, we're, we're in our 40s now, but when we were growing up playing soccer, actually watching uh, a high-level game was hard to do. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't, you know, maybe the World Cup would be on or maybe you'd have highlights on, on Saturday morning with Soccer Saturday. The amount of soccer that you can watch now is essentially unlimited. Has that changed things? for being a, a fan of soccer in Canada? I think it's helped, but we're missing the key element. And it's about having you know, local kids, your 10-year-olds, having, uh, being able to go to a game and have a hero that's playing yeah. in that game and then see that hero have success and then someone to inspire them to try hard and motivate them to hit the next level. So once we hit that gap, I mean, I grew up in, in Saskatoon where you know, soccer wasn't exactly the, for the first sport uh, in Saskatchewan at the time. And once you start getting that exposure and seeing how interesting the sport is with the domestic uh, opportunities, with the international opportunities and the, the different uh, trophies that happen along the way, it's tough not to fall in love with it. So I think it starts young, and that's where we're focused is the, is the youth. Uh, before we let you go, Dean, can we get a real quick timeline on what needs to happen next? I know that you're supposed to kick off in 2023, but uh, what are some of the next steps that people can keep an eye out for as they watch the progression of this new Vancouver-based CPL team? 
For sure. Uh, obviously, we're in playoffs right now, so first and foremost, we're focused on, uh, and the guys are particularly focused on having Pacific win the uh, the Canadian Premier League. Uh, beyond that, it's narrowing down our community and figuring out where we're going to play. And from there, it's brand identity. All these things are a two to six month timeline, and then 2023 kickoff. Uh, Dean, thanks a lot for doing this today. This was super interesting. Once again, congratulations on getting a second CPL team. It's going to be cool to have one in the Lower Mainland. Best of luck with everything moving forward, and let's do this again as we get closer to your guys' first game. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, guys, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. That's Dean Shillington, part owner of the new Vancouver Canadian Premier League team, which will debut in 2023.